Hey, baby. Hey. How's it going? It's going great. And why is that? Because I um, I love you, and um, I get to see you and spend time with you like every day. And um, aren't you so blessed? I am. <laughs> I'm just extremely, kidding. extremely so. Welcome to the McNair Family Affairs Podcast. The McNairs are here. Yes. Thank you for coming over. Today will be kind of interesting, but first, drop a plug. I will be competing in a monologue competition that's held in D.C. It's called the Monologue Madness Competition. It's their 10th anniversary, and I'm excited. The structure of the competition, very similar to March Madness brackets. I'll be competing against another amazing artist each round. But if you know anything about me, I'm... I. I could be cold competitive. Extremely. You see that? What you just did? What? Extremely? I don't know. I just know you're gonna get my best you're gonna get my best foot forward and I'm and I'm excited about it. So my log madness. Get the tickets. Get your tickets. Come out, show I have a good time. If you're there, make sure you stick around so I can see you and thank you. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. Babe. How are they going to get tickets? Oh, if you go to the Monologue Madness Instagram page, you should see a link in their bio that will direct you to how you can secure a ticket. And what day is that? And this competition is on Monday, March 28th at the AC Hotel in Washington, D.C. Well, near the Navy Yard or Navy Yard AC Hotel. Oh, the Navy Yard AC Hotel in Washington, D.C. All right. Mm-hmm. But babe, yes. back to it. I mm-hmm. just want to speak on it. Okay. Speak on it. Lovely. Okay. So. Human. <laughs> you just. <laughs> y'all, I'm fresh off a therapy appointment. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just trying to communicate in an effective way to my husband. <laughs> because sometimes, listen, I'm just a work in progress. If y'all don't feel me, go ahead. Drop off now. Because it, it, it don't matter to me. Babe, I got a problem with you. Okay. Or I don't know. You got a problem with me. I'm not sure what it is. But. Mm-hmm. How is it so mm-hmm. that in this relationship, mm-hmm. you be challenging me? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why don't you let me be petty in peace? <laughs> See, my real issue with you is that you are wholeheartedly in each walk of your life, be it professional, be it father, be it husband, be it friend. You're just always a good person. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of times people look at that and be like, oh, isn't that amazing? (laughs) But let me give you the reality is that anyone who meets DeMario, they know that they've never really met many people like him, right? I may come a dime a dozen, right? What? Maybe. I don't know. No. My approach may come a dime a dozen. Your approach, I never met anybody that took an approach like you. Let me go into detail, right? So- you never stoop to petty. You never stoop low. You never meet with conflict and confrontation. But sometimes I be feeling like that's the answer. It, it be bothering me in this marriage when I be like, yo, let's turn up. And you be like, no, but babe, you could be better than this. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I can't. No, we got to get to it. So right now mm-hmm. I want to deal with things in a confrontational way because I think that sometimes there is a need for confrontation. And you're like, oh, baby, no, you don't you're just so brilliant and smart you can come up with another way i know you can but i'm turned up 
Turn up with me. I'm turned up. You say, but turned out. You can do this. Turned out. But I'm up though. You'd be like, okay, then come on now. <laughs> to the point when something happening, I'll call you first almost all the time. And then I tell you about it. And then you'd be like trying to calm me down. And I'm like, you know what? I'm about to call my best friend. I'll call you back. You'd be like, no, 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 no. I said, I'm going to call my sisters. I'm going to call you back. You'd be like, no, no, no. Stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. You'd like, why would you call them? <laughs> I mean, they just, look, most of the time, not most of the time, they definitely agree with you. So they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, you got to do. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> But it be but, but but you don't have to. <laughs> but listen, but sometimes, but sometimes, right? I think that translates in my mind as you know, you're not really supportive of the way I want to approach a situation. So if okay. I'm met with a conflict and I want to deal with it in a confrontational manner, mm-hmm. you're always like, "That's never the right answer." But sometimes people need to know. No, I mean, it's, I don't. That's, I wouldn't generalize it to confrontational manner. I would just say petty manner. That's petty. Confront- t- tomato, tomato. <laughs> no, okay? they're, they're different. Dep- depending on who's coming from. <laughs> 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 Back to my point. <sighs> okay. Why is it that confrontation may or may not be necessary at sometimes? Petty is not necessary. <laughs> And that's where you're wrong. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. Therein lies the issue and why we're having this conversation. Okay? Oh I need your support. Okay. I need, when I come to you telling you, yo, it's time. I'm going to handle something this way. I need you to be like, let's do it. Right? Because what I get from you is, but you're just better than that. <laughs> I mean, do you truly believe that this is worth it's your because, energy? It's because it's not worth your energy. It's because it's some stuff you really don't care about. And you will... Something will go ahead. Tell my business. Mess up your day for something that you act like in all actuality do not care about. It's the thing you don't care about that much. It's just whatever was surrounding the thing that makes you want to be petty about something. And then when I say you, you can't be petty about something, or like you know that's unnecessary, or you know whatever, then it's like okay, now it's bigger than it was. Now it's bigger than it even had to be. <laughs> telling me what to do okay and now you and then we get back to the root of it it's like you know the root of the thing was like why you why you leave the toilet seat up or down or whatever (laughs) you know that's the root of the thing is like not even that serious is it it is that serious it is that serious and let me tell you why because if i just had the conversation see this is this these are the levels to it right Mm -hmm. okay i meet with ultimate grace and understanding Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, let's use not a real example, but let's just say a toilet seat example. I'm like, oh, hey, babe. Is everything okay? Give me mm-hmm. an answer. I see that you left the toilet seat up. Sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night, I may not look and, you know, I could fall in the toilet and die. So I just want to <laughs> <laughs> inform you that, you know, if there's something I could do to help you keep the toilet seat down, I'd love to um, support you that way. Mm-hmm. All right. He's like, oh, okay. Okay, babe, thank you so much. Love you. Mm-hmm. You're so sweet. You're so handsome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Offense number two. Hey, babe. You have the toilet seat up. Oh, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Third offense. Yo, 
<laughs> Is you good? <laughs> Go look in the bathroom. <laughs> Why I got to Go look in the bathroom. <laughs> what am I looking for? You don't see nothing wrong? <laughs> so you can't see. So you need to make a doctor's appointment for your vision because you're having optical challenges right now. No? No? Okay. The toilet seat. Oh, oh. Fourth offense. So you just don't care. So you dead. You, you're just going to do what you want to do the way you want to do it. And then I'm going to suffer consequences because now I'm dead in the toilet. What you laughing for? And then you hit me with the babe, calm down. Is it that serious? Now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Because which time? The first, the second, the third, the fourth? Which time? Because it's really been serious all along. But you know. Like, but babe, can you calm down? Oh, now I have to calm down? I got to calm down? That's the response? I have to calm down. Mm. <laughs> the absolute nerve and audacity. They're like, you know, you don't have to be, you know, confrontational. You can just, you know, remind me. What you need to, te- do you need, do I, okay, how about this? You're right. How about this? Do you want me to text you? Do you want me to signs up around the, 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 the halls? Do you want me to um, roll over in the morning? Can you put the, what's he done? Like, how can I best be of service to you to get to the point where you put the toilet seat down? So, of course, that's not a real life example, but that tends to be like how things go. Mm -hmm. And then you'd be like, but babe, it's a toilet seat. (laughs) You can buy another toilet seat. (laughs) You can use another bathroom. How many bathrooms are there? Why are you so upset over a toilet seat? Four bathrooms in this house. But it'd be the disrespect. It'd be the disrespect. Because now, now, it's game time. No, it's not and game I'm time. And I'm be petty. It's not game okay? time. Okay? So now you're going to go in the bathroom, and there's going to be no tissue. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Okay, fine. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. that... <laughs> <laughs> you, you think I would do that? I don't know. <laughs> but, I would, but I wouldn't just throw out there, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Anyways, I just feel like there could be more space made in this relationship for mm-hmm. my way and my approach to exist. I, I think that it's great that you're exist. a beautiful, amazing, incredible person all the time. And you're always choosing like the best way to go about life as a father, husband, friend, child of God, all that. And it's great. Your parents did a lovely job. Mwah, your chef kiss. But sometimes I think that you should come over to this side where things can get a little bit rocky, but it still gets the point. Ghetto. It gets a little bit ghetto. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you call them? You call names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, enough about the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. take something I'm excited about that I love okay. you for. Okay. Yo, today was a beautiful day. Okay. This morning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Our eight month old said her first word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. She was crying in the middle of the night, and Daddy got up to go and change her little butt butt. Mm-hmm. And she looked up above her crib, and she saw it was him. And she said, "Dada, <laughs> my entire heart <laughs> melted." But I was offended. <laughs> Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, Mama, it's harder to say. No. Yeah. You should work harder then. You know, I digress. <laughs> but it was me laboring. Yes. It was me on the table pushing. It was me. Mm-hmm. All right. It was you. 
It was me. It was you. Okay. And I don't feel appreciated. Dads can't have one thing. No. (laughs) It's like the one thing. No, listen. (laughs) These girls, one, I'm I'm really not offended. I absolutely (laughs) love the relationship you have with these girls. They absolutely (laughs) love you. I couldn't have chosen a better parent, father, and example for these girls. Thank you. Thank you Mm -hmm. for being such an amazing father. But I'm still petty. So I still think that it should have been mama first. And I feel justified because I work really hard to produce this ongoing breast milk because she don't be saying mama when she be like, oh, whip it out. Like she treat me like she, she, she may handle me. She treat me. Look, the way she, she got ner- two little teeth now, too. She got two little teeth. OK, she be ripping my man. She be ripping my boy. And, and she crawled. Today. And she crawled today. Oh my god! She had a lot baby. of first today. She had a lot of first today at the same time. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you, God. <laughs> How amazing is that? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, my next topic mm-hmm. is you into it? I don't know. I want to talk about. <laughs> you said you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I want to talk about mm-hmm. how you. Pardon. I was oh nothing Gonzaga in Arizona messing up our bracket. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> Zaga, Arizona, y'all owe me. Break me off. Right. Come together as a team and put y'all money together in a pot and start paying people back. Yeah. Because there was no reason y'all should have went out like that. Not at all. But okay. Okay. So I want to talk about how you have to pay attention to the red flags in relationships. Mm. Ooh. Okay. And I want to talk about how this was coming. Huh? So didn't know this was coming. Yeah. I want to talk about how important it is. Okay. And how to identify some of the top ones that come to my mind. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to know your opinion. So how I want to do this, I want to kind of talk about it. I want to know your opinion if you agree, if you disagree. Okay. And challenge what I'm – go ahead and play devil's advocate, right? Okay. Sometimes red flags don't always – you don't always see them until you get close enough to them. Right. Mm -hmm. But you never want to be too close that your judgment is clouded, because I think oftentimes that's a strategy people use to get so close to you that it's it becomes blinding. Mm -hmm. So I would like to talk about proximity when you're dating someone or when you're in a relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well. Signs can be bombing. Sometimes it's called love bombing, affection bombing. It doesn't matter. It's when. A person sits there, absorb as much information that they can about you, and begin to appease you, cater to the things that you want at a surface level, and convince you of how special you are by sometimes remembering the subtle details about you. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you said you liked when you were on your way to work one day or Mm-hmm. What you don't like, or something that could tick you off, just the little nuances that you learn when you're listening to a person over a series of time, mm-hmm. and they pick those things up, and they begin to overdo the advances to blind you with the signs of affection, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Example. If you're dating a person, you say, oh, yeah, I love chocolate, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they go out of their way. Oh, my God, I went around the world and the moon to 10 different stores just to get you this chocolate because I just think that this of you and you deserve this and boom, 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 uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. 
be clear of that, right? Because right. it could be an honest sign that this person is, you know, do interested, but never make a decision on that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because people are characters. Mm-hmm. And you just got to figure out what character is showing up that day. But sometimes... Well, especially in the beginning. Especially in the beginning. I mean, that's... But even but but you got to remember that a beginning isn't necessarily a time frame when it comes to a relationship, right? It I I like to look at beginnings by proximity, right? Sometimes when you're apart is a I'm like maybe let's not call it beginning stages. I think let's call it stages. Mm -hmm. Some of the stages is okay. We're getting to know each other. We're um beginning to spend more time together. We're getting stay you know playing the suitcase game. Mm -hmm. Okay. In, in, in advance, it continues from that point, right? So I'm talking about the phase of you spending time together, but not oh, not together every single day. Just you know, maybe hit or miss. You may te- you may text or talk every day, but you know, you may see each other a couple times a week, and then they begin to like love bomb. Be careful of that because you may think that this is who that person is. So a lot of times in that stage, guys, but oh, you know, will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my girlfriend and stuff like that? And I'm not saying say no or yes. I'm just saying that there could be more information to find out about a person because that overcompensating in a person when you just meet them, to me, those are like signs to just be clear in judgment, mm-hmm. right? After that phase, sometimes guys can give you this impression that they have it all together. They know what they want and they know that they want it with you. Okay. Listen closely. Listen to what a person says. Just listen. Just observe. And when a person says what they want... Be cautious because once ain't never made nothing happen, you can want all you want. Want all. Wanting and doing totally different things. That's why you have to listen and you have to observe and figure out what they're saying, though it may be appealing to you and it may make you feel good, it may flatter you. If the actions don't align on a consistent basis, then there's a disconnect and there's something to be considered before you begin to make sacrifices on yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Example. If a person says, oh, I love you and I really want to be with you and all, the, all that jazz, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But they don't make the proper accommodations to make that happen. He can, he or she mm-hmm. can want all they want, okay? <laughs> but they're not really trying to make nothing happen. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that when a person truly feels like they want something, mm-hmm. almost like they need it, mm-hmm. they do everything necessary to see to it that it happens. When a person begins to make excuses as to why they can't meet you for a date, why they can't pay for something, why mm-hmm. they don't have the time? Because that's that's a common thing that's used these days. Oh my God, I was so busy. You're not obligated to sacrifice yourself at another person's convenience. Okay? So if a person does not make the time 
to spend the time with you mm-hmm. and they're telling you that this is what they want. They don't really want it for real. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> maybe nobody else is going to tell you. They don't really want it for real. Okay? Or well, okay. maybe they don't not want it, but maybe they don't know what to do. Okay. And mm-hmm. that's another. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. Because even if they don't know what to do, mm-hmm. it's not your place or responsibility to have to teach them. Mm-hmm. So back in my day, right? <laughs> Let's back get in your day, it. you grandma. <laughs> <laughs> back in my heyday, you know, when I was dating, mm-hmm. right? It was very important to me that actions aligned. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly why that's important and why it was important, but it was. Mm-hmm. And when someone said that they wanted to do something and they didn't do it, I never made an excuse for it. You don't want it. You oftentimes take issue when I tell you that you don't want something for real. You, my husband, Uh you take issue when I'm like, oh, so you didn't really want to do it. You're like, oh, but I did. I just, sometimes people just don't do something. No, no, no. You didn't want it for real. (laughs) You didn't want it for real. You ain't want it bad enough to feel like you needed it. You ain't want it bad enough to do something about it. Uh So, so what you're one supposed to do? Right? Mm-hmm. What you want supposed to do? I'm asking a question. Uh, but what does it be? It don't be supposed to be doing nothing. All right. <laughs> so back to the uh, the case, right? So it so when a when a person did not do it, I didn't make excuses for it. And oftentimes, I would pretty much chalk it up to, all right, I ain't really where you want to be. Right. Sometimes I was met with conversations of, oh, you should be understanding. You should be accepting. I really do want to be with you. It's just that all these things came up. And I was like, well, I think you should go back to those things that you found important. Because when I do get in a relationship with someone, all those things are never going to be justification for me as to why you didn't do what you said you was going to do. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. The end. I was told I was cold. Um, well. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. People should have the freedom to make a choice on their own life, what mm-hmm. they're going to accept, but they'll have to worry about people looking at them like they're not accommodating. Right. They're not. But why should I be responsible for what you won't do? And oftentimes when you meet someone, immediately there's a responsibility to be responsible for what somebody else does or doesn't do. Example. Oh, we just began dating. Oh, we hanging out all the time. Oh my God, you know, your house, my place, whatever, whatever. I'm in a said person, hey, let's go out on a date. Mm-hmm. The day comes, they don't say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It's like they forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then you bring it up to them. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you, oh, I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then you, maybe, maybe the said person takes an issue. It's like, well, I, you know, it makes me sad that you made a promise and you, you know, it doesn't seem like you're taking it seriously. Well, people make mistakes. People that are, oh, so now I got to be responsible. Now you're pushing the responsibility back on me. Be weary of somebody that doesn't have any accountability. And just know that if they don't have an accountability at the beginning in the front of a relationship, it ain't going to magically show up because you decided you want to be in a relationship with them. God forbid, have a baby with them. God forbid, start a whole life and get married with them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because the reality is people only change for people who they want to change for. Mm-hmm. And if they not change it, you may not be that person. And what you going to do, sit there and have hopes and dreams that one day that they gonna, you're going to be the person that's going to change them? 
oh, so now you got superpowers. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> I think all the to say, though, is kind of like, um, it's all kind of contingent upon the participants, both participants' um, maturity level. Because the way, because the audience you're speaking to is someone probably who's like already kind of like established as as a person, like, you know, mature and, you know, <clears throat> really looking to settle down now. But I mean, if this stuff was happening when you're like in high school and college or, you know, like right after, it's like some people aren't mature enough to understand the concepts you're speaking of it's just kind of like how would you know if someone is unreliable like like what does that even look like if yeah. you were never shown it or yeah. if no one ever taught you mm-hmm. you know that's a really good thing to, to to know i think that everyone has has to experience like you know relationships on their own to figure out who they are within a relationship mm-hmm. and who they are independently <clears throat> and all that's fine i said but i also think there's like just a just a fundamental you don't got to be 21 years old to know that when words and actions don't not don't align, there's always something to consider. And that's immediately a red flag. Before you make a decision about somebody, be it a relationship, be it um, taking the next steps within a relationship, whatever that looks like to you, you really want to see who a person is when they're mad, they're angry, they're broke, they're content, you know, they're not getting their way. You got to be able to figure out who they are in those moments because you really don't want to be locked in a position in which you have to be in a place and experience that. Well, yeah. And in a place where you experience something that you can't or don't think you can handle. Yes. Or you're limited in resources to get out of it. Mm -hmm. You want to think about those things because people really tell you who they are. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, if, even if you think about the things that you may have experienced in your life, any of the listeners, even <coughs> myself, when you think about the things you may experience, when you reflect in hindsight, things always look a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. And you really realize that things are there. So if you live your life in the moment and you begin to observe things and you see things and you feel things for how they are, not how you want it to be, then it's like, oh, okay. I think that sometimes it's that gut-wrenching feeling of accepting that hard truth that this person <coughs> may not be into you. This person may be with you for the wrong reasons. This person has ulterior motives. This person doesn't value you. That you and this person have different value systems. You realize that there's a difference. But what I often see is that people will remain in relationships because they spent the time. They had the time. And then they think, oh, you know, they think that potential equates to something. And you don't get to take a potential check to the bank and it clear. <laughs> What's potential? I don't want no potential. What you got to have potential for? You deal with potential in children. <laughs> you raise and you nurture and you make decisions based on potential. If you see in your child they have the athletic capability, you see they have the potential to be great, then you can do something. You can align their, their path in a way in which they can maximize that potential. But people want to use potential with a person to be in a relationship with. And that's a problem because he ain't going to potentially be faithful just because you want him to be faithful. Mm-hmm. He's not going to potentially be respectful because that's what you want. He's not going to potentially, potentially have potentially just be a provider or she's not going to potentially be a loyal domesticated woman because you think people are just who they are. Mm-hmm. So who they are 
when you meet them is oftentimes who they're going to be when you date them. Some things enhance about them, some things don't, but whatever changes about them, it changes because they decided to change that. And maybe you could be a person that helps inspire them, but ultimately it's their choice. You don't sacrifice your life based on a choice a person may or may not make. Mm-hmm. And on a, on a related note, I don't care. Like, this is like my, this is like my general rule from now on for all people dating. <laughs> I don't care how good everything is. Like, everything can be perfect. Y'all can go see each other. Y'all can spend time together. All Everything can literally be perfect. Do not cohabitate. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. Not until you're married. Or not until just whatever. don't do it. Just actually. don't do it. Maybe don't even do it when you're married. Do it. You <laughs> I know, don't know. You know, I'm a firm believer that cohabitating with a person is a life privilege. Just because you're married or just because you you really, really like it doesn't matter. Cohabitation is a privilege. To live together, to trust that person enough to wake up to them, to feel safe with someone, and the shelter and the security of your own home, it's a privilege. Yeah. Nobody got, you ain't got to live with nobody. Yeah. And nobody got to live with you. And never make a decision for, to, to cohabitate if you're making a decision out of convenience. Definitely. I definitely made that mistake in previous lives. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh, Lord. All right. So, uh, red flags, right? Mm-hmm. If a person's words are not aligning, Red flag. How people are when they're not getting what they want. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Yes. How people can, if if you begin to be in relationships and you begin to question yourself because that person um, raises a lot of doubt within you mm-hmm. and you begin to get confused based on your reality, that's a sign. If you're in a relationship and you're communicating what it is that you want from a person and what you need and, 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 and how important it is that you have that in a relationship and you all discuss it and you realize that, you know, that's a part that that your partner can help with and you communicate how that per- partner can help you with it and they decide that they're not going to do that, that's a red flag. Also, let me also give you a game real quick. I'm, I'm talking a lot, but this is another <laughs> thing. So especially to the younger girls, like especially the college girls, high school girls, and things like that, right? Sometimes you can have a guy and he, and he be your friend and everything is fine. Maybe he like you, right? And maybe you have a little bit of a crush on him. All right, let's just set up a case. When you like him, maybe he has a girlfriend, maybe he's, maybe he's, you know, you see that he get around, whatever. Okay. And you like him, he like you, but you guys are not exclusively in a relationship, but he, he shows you that he could be interested and you begin to fall, but he doesn't make anything exclusive. Uh But you're not exclusive. He begins to request things from you and maybe he can't get it. One of the things that guys like to do is give you titles to pacify you. Mm. Be weary of titles to pacify you and how far titles can go because sometimes people can go as far as to make you their wife. To pacify you? Sheesh. To pacify you. Wow. Meaning to keep you content long enough for them to continue to get what they want. And then you notice when they get that title, be a girlfriend, wife, whatever, only one, what the kids call it these days, then they think that you're entitled, they're entitled to more of you. 
So for instance, if somebody, you know, while you're not exclusive, you're like, oh, I don't want to sleep with them. No, no, no. But then you get to a relationship and they're like, okay, sleep with me, sleep with me, sleep with me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. But then they don't do all of the things that are necessary to keep you in a good space to feel safe within that relationship. So it's only like they're take, 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 taking. Be weary of people that give you titles for their convenience because titles don't mean everything to everybody. So somebody can make you their wife and they don't even care about you. They just care about getting what they want. Mm-hmm. That's definitely it. I guess that is the thing. Be careful. Make sure that titles mean the same thing to the person that you're talking to. Yeah, I would hope that you have that, that you know that, like, as you're going through your relationship, though, you would understand each other's values, you know? We would hope. Mm-hmm. We would hope. But, of course, maybe we get thrown off that we're not so sure. Mm-hmm. And we think that a title could mean the same thing to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there is a quick fix to getting on the same page. I don't know. Because when all I have is my own life experiences, really. So uh, what's that? It's so narrow in the grand scheme of what the world has to offer. But what I do know is, even in our marriage, there are times in which we were not on the same page. If for us to get on the page, you and I didn't necessarily have the tools to do it ourselves. So we had to invoke some of our leadership to come in and say, okay, hey, what is it about us in this situation is causing us conflict? And what can we do to, to, to make sure that we're together in the process of coming up with the new way, our way? What's, uh-huh. what, what is that going to look like? Uh-huh. And doing that work, we had to really talk to someone else to get an opinion because when you live in your world so much, it's sometimes kind of hard to see out of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a position in which you feel like you may have a title, but that person sees things differently than what you see, because some people are like, yeah, I got a wife, but having a wife don't mean I got to be faithful. Uh-huh. Having a wife don't mean I have to show up. Mm-hmm. Having a husband don't mean I got to do anything for him. That's I mean, real. yeah. Like, what, what does or, that mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that people like say that to themselves in their head or whatever, but I do think that they just don't think about it. Like, it's like... I'm still live my. I still live my life the way I live my life. Yes, mm-hmm. and they don't see having someone having a title or them having a title as a means to change. Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> How many more people red? are who they are? Remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Believe them. Believe them. Believe <laughs> them. And oftentimes, I oh my God, I have I speak to a lot of. Not speak to, but um, I have a strong community of people. And we talk a lot about like real life, especially my wives, my wives, my wives. Uh All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. We're in an air. We're in an age where social media is like the third woman or the third man. It's the mistress or whoever. Social media has is terrible on marriages. The entire conflict that people face within their marriage is played out on social media. 
So I don't know it necessarily from like seeing it because I don't necessarily see it so much. So all I know is pretty much like kind of what's shared with me. Uh-huh. It's interesting to have a conflict in your marriage and the first thing you do is post a status about it. Uh-huh. Or post a ambiguous uh-huh. message <laughs> about a song. Uh-huh. If he don't love you, then you gotta go. <laughs> if he don't love you, it'll show. Yeah. <laughs> Put your heart first. Love that's, you. Love you, sis. What's some little, 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 little videos that the people post? Make sure that you love you, sis. Because uh-huh. if he don't love you, chill. Uh-huh. Chill. Or subtweet. Was it subtweet? Subtweet. I don't even be using Twitter. But that, uh-huh. yeah. But you don't add somebody. But you don't add somebody? Uh-huh. That too. That too. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. Okay? You don't deal with marriage conflict on the internet. Okay, you I don't deal... deal with conflict on the internet in general, though. <laughs> I ain't gonna get in y'all business. Like sometimes y'all gotta do what y'all gotta do. I'm talking about the sacred, like the the sacredness of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, <laughs> it's this idea that marriage is, and I say this. We actually just kind of did a double date, and we talked about this. But this isn't you know, even just like a thing. But you're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I just interrupted you, but I just had to go in real. Not go in, like I'm about to go in or something, but like just jump in. Is like you probably just shouldn't talk about your relationship, like in general, like not all of your relationship, but like you know, the stuff that you shouldn't talk about, you know what I mean? Yes, everyone has the stuff that you shouldn't talk about, and it's common sense what you shouldn't talk about. Nobody's yeah. nobody's ridiculous yeah. enough to, to believe that what they post they should be say they should be doing. Yeah. And you yeah. just don't post that stuff, but also like if you unless you just want everybody to know what's in But your even business. even in that, when you're married, you gotta handle things a lot differently than a regular breakup, which I don't really, I'm not really necessarily discussing those. You do whatever you want. It's the land of the savages. No, I'm, I'm, I'm discussing those too. The land of the savages. The land of the savages. Oh yeah. Too. If you if you, if you ain't married, what was that? There's like a tweet, a Twitter thing, where the guy where after um, uh, Steph Curry's parents had got divorced, and the guy retweeted it. He said, "Y'all don't really want to be out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's ghetto out here." <laughs> I, I, I honestly, God, I couldn't imagine being in a dating scene. God, I, I, that's why I be asking you. Do you feel like we made it on the last boat out of the people that could? You know, know, get a good one. I don't know, but I am happy to not be out here. I am so blessed <laughs> and so thankful. There is nothing that there is nothing out there that I uh, <laughs> Jesus. But sorry, I completely. It's okay. Digressed your no, 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 no. It, it's but it's, it's it still hits. Mm-hmm. When you're married, don't deal with your marital conflict on the internet. Mm-hmm. We're almost at forty minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand it over to you so you mm-hmm. can give your peace. Oh, and no, we'll no, come no. back at y'all another time. No, no, no. I don't. Huh? I don't, I don't think I have... Anything today? A piece today. So you could... If you have something else you wanted to talk about, go for no, it. No, because I keep talking. Because I be feeling passionate I about mean, I just stuff. feel. I just feel like... My, my points are don't... Don't cohabitate. Don't post all your shit on social media don't ignore red flags don't ignore red flags don't let nobody hype you up to blind you and then you caught in a situation where you can't even ignore it and 
forget Gonzaga and Arizona for losing. Yeah, they messed up my bracket. Wish <laughs> me luck on my competition on Monday. And oh, yes, I'll let you all know. Definitely good luck on the competition. She's about to rock it out and kill it. And I really want a lot of y'all to be there. So purchase them tickets. And for Monologue my Madness. Beautiful, my beautiful. Monologue Madness. My beautiful friends that have already gotten tickets, that have already let me know they'll be there to support. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. It means the world to me. I can't wait to, you know, make she the really best. She really is competitive. She's really going to do really well because she is competitive. If it was just like the room and it was just her, you know, it, you might you might get like you know, but I know <laughs> you're going to get her best <laughs> for a fact. Like you could get her best in general, but like nah, the competitiveness isn't going to let her go out there and not kill it. So. And even if, and even if, I'm not even going to say that, when she wins, it's going to be great. But even if she didn't, it's going to be her absolute best effort. And you're going to be like, whoa. Thank you. I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know you could do that. Do you feel like I've gotten better? Oh, gosh. What? Yes. Of course. It's been actually really amazing to just watch your growth as an actress like over this time that you've been doing this it's been awesome well thank you from the very beginning to now is like night and day and i just know like in next year it'll be night and day and i know the next year after that it'll be night and day so i strive to be my best self Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i i already know that I'll be accepting an Oscar, an Academy <laughs> Award at the highest level. Mm-hmm. I see it. I Movie feel star. it. I know it to be true because I work hard. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah, you do. All right. Let's wrap this up, baby. All right. I love you so much. Love you too. And thank you, beautiful people, for coming over. I love yes. that about y'all. Take care. All right. Bye.